for the holidays. We're talking about the Oak Ridge Boys, and they are headlining a dinner show that's happening at Gaylord Opryland Resort and Convention Center. Joe Bonzel, this is amazing. You guys get to do your dinner show, you get to do Christmas, and then you get to go home and sleep in your own bed. Yeah, that's pretty cool, Kelly. I got to tell you, man, unlike 30 years previously, where we have done 25 to 35 cities out there on the road, and uh, the big Christmas tour is a huge thing every year. Well, about a year ago, Opryland approached us to do this residency. You know, they've been doing it for a long time there, too. And I, I must tell you that at first I was a little apprehensive because that big production Christmas tour, playing big performing arts centers and arenas all over the country has always been kind of fun. But in this past year with this pandemic, you know, good and well, had we had our regular Christmas tour booked out there, it would have been just like the rest of the year and dates would have canceled. And worse yet, we probably would have kept a couple of them way out in the hinterland somewhere. And we have all this production and a semi and everything else. And it would have been really a burden. And now, holy cow, man, here we are doing 29 shows right here in Nashville. I mean, first of all, we're singing, we have the work, and we're very blessed and fortunate for that because I know there's a thousand acts would trade places with us in a heartbeat, I'm sure. But then the other bonus is you're right. We sing, we do a big show, and then we go home. How nice. How nice. Sleep in our own bed. I'm with an, an hour after I'm off stage, I'm sitting at home with my cat. I love that. I am so happy for you. So Back up a second. You guys figured this out and you signed the contract on this before we knew what was going to happen in 2020. You look like a stroke of genius at this point that you did it. Yeah, we signed a two-year deal actually last year about this time, but way before we knew about the pandemic. And uh, so we knew all year long that we were going to be doing the Christmas shows at home this year. And like I said, I was a little apprehensive about it because the Christmas tour is so much fun out there. And it, but it is a heavy duty tour. So, you know, I was wondering, well, I wonder if this will be the end of the Christmas tour and all this and that, you know, but man, it's just beautiful. I mean, especially right now at this time, right? I mean, like everybody is so emotional about this whole thing. I mean, because in the last year, Kel, if you, if, if you sang hip hop, country, rock and roll, if you play first chair violin at the Skirmahorn for the Nashville Symphony, if you're on Broadway, you've been out of work. And if you've been out of work, everybody that's with you is out of work. And right, right down to people that sell hot dogs at the arena. I mean, everybody has sacrificed big time this year. And it's been a year of loss and sacrifice. So for us to have this at the end of the year, it not only means a lot, I think, to the people who are out there to see a show and to celebrate Christmas live like this in a, in a healthy, safe setting. Then the Oak Ridge Boys, I can't tell you how much it means to us to be the guys up there doing it. Well, and I was just going to say, I know that it is it is different because it is in one location, but it is still a huge production. I got a chance to be there opening night, and I mean, the lights, and it snows, and I mean, you have a special guest that comes out on stage halfway through the show, and you know, the, that's the cool part about it, too. It's, it's all the lights and glamour that you would have had, but just at one location, Plus, you mentioned the fact you've got your band there, which I know is a huge, huge blessing for you to be able to have all of them working as well. Yes, our band, our crew, everybody's setting up, uh, you know, our sound guys, our light guys are out there working. We have a couple extra guys. You know, we've got the big video screens out there. Uh, we put all those up oh, so that everybody would, would see that. We've got guys running that. 
we've got an extra guy to help uh, help Santa Claus out if he shows. And we, of course, hope he shows every year. I mean, we've got to work out a big deal with Santa. And, it, and it's hard dealing with elves. You know, it's just, this is tough. It is. It is. His rider is pretty, pretty lengthy too, right? Yeah. He's got to have all kinds of stuff. And, and it's, uh, it, it's really hard to fit the reindeer into that Opryland parking lot, but we do it. He's there every night and uh, we're, we're glad that he is. He's always joined us on the Christmas tour. And um, the only thing that's different here is on the Christmas tour, Santa goes out in the audience and cavorts with the children and everything. And of course, that's not allowed this year with our social distancing. So Santa pretty much comes out. We have a little fun with him and then we ship him right back off and go into the rest of the show. <laughs> <laughs> You know, this was really such a special night because it's not only like great food, like we sat down and had a great meal, but then you are getting not just the holiday spirit, but you're also getting the Oaks hits, which I wondered if you were going to be able to, you know, do the hit songs that everybody really comes to love and hear you sing on stage. Um, but I like how you mixed it all together. I, you know, it is, it's Christmas, but it's also Oak Ridge Boys. Well, the time constraint doesn't allow us to do too many hits, so we take away from Christmas. So we tried to put them up front. Uh, we come out and open with American Made. Then we talk a little Thank God for Kids, which, you know, was a big Christmas hit for us back in 82. And then we go ahead and sing Elvira because you must sing Elvira. It's the law. Yes. And then the lights go down and we come up Christmas. So from there on in, it's our, it's our Christmas show. So we, we try to leave plenty of time to get it all in and let it breathe. Uh, so it's not a rush. And um, I, I think I think we're pulling it off. You know, we've only done it twice. You were there Friday night. Saturday night, I think I think felt just even a little bit better. Mm -hmm. And I think it'll keep getting better as it goes, because as we're locked into what we're doing there. OK, so did I hear you right on stage the other night? Did you say that you guys have done seven Christmas albums? Yeah, we have more Christmas music out than Andy Williams and, and Kenny Rogers put together. <laughs> I, I knew that. And I always think of you when I think of Christmas. I always think of the Oak Ridge Boys, but I just didn't realize it was that vast. I didn't know you had seven Christmas albums. Oh, we have an incredible Christmas catalog. I think almost, we've probably recorded almost every standard, plus, you know, a lot of a lot of new songs because we like to do it. We like to mix it up. Songs people are familiar with, but then find really good new Christmas songs to sing. Our latest album is called Down Home Christmas, produced by David Cobb. We did that last year. And except for Silent Night, it's all new songs. And uh, the second song on the Christmas set is Down Home Christmas. That's the title song from the album. But uh, uh, yeah, yeah, man, we've got a bluegrass flavored Christmas album. We've got we've got every kind of Christmas there is out there. And I think we've become known for our Christmas songs over all these years. A lot of people can't have Christmas without Oak Ridge Boys. So it, it's it's a real honor, really, to, to, to be in that kind of a position, to be honest with you. You know what? You just name dropped Dave Cobb like it was no big deal, but he's incredible and has been working with Stapleton. Of course, he's, you know, the man behind all of these different sounds. When he got in and started working with you guys, what was that like? And, and how did he take what was quintessential Oak Ridge Boys, but then add something new and fresh to it? Well, here's an exclusive for you. Okay. We spent all of August in the studio with Dave and re recorded a new album that's coming out next year. God forbid, wouldn't, wouldn't let it come out in 2020. Yeah. Yeah. But a new album next year called Front Porch Singing. And the whole idea of the album, and this is all Dave's idea, is four Oak Ridge boys sitting on the front porch in rocking chairs, kind of like in the Christmas show, and singing some of their favorite songs, singing old songs, new songs, country songs, gospel songs, with a front porch singing attitude. Cobb is a master of taking something new 
and making it feel retro or taking something retro and making it feel brand new. I'll give you an example. We recorded, he wanted us to sing a song that we just enjoy singing. Come on, some old gospel thing. Come on, guys, just, just name one. So how about on cloudy day? So get around the mics and do it. So we got around the mics and we just sang, oh, they tell me of a land far beyond the sky and sang that old gospel song. And the instrumentation that he put on there is so cool. It's got this boom, boom, boom to it. It's just, it's just typical Dave Cobb. He calls us his crazy uncles. That'll be our fourth album we've done with Dave. Wow, I did not realize that. That's amazing. Well, I can't wait to hear this. This is going to be really good. You know how it started? How? About 12 years ago, Shooter Jennings called us. Okay. And he was doing the Wolf album. <laughs> and he had a song on there called Slow Ride on a Slow Train. Wanted us to sing it with him. Well, Cobber's the producer. So we get down there to the studio downtown and we sing Slow Ride, which is country rock and roll. Slow ride on a slow train on a, I mean, it just rocks, right? And we got to know Dave Cobb and Cobb has been a big Oak Ridge Boy fan since he was little. His parents, his parents were preachers and he just loved the Oak Ridge Boys gospel more than anything, okay? So it came to pass that we recorded an album with Dave Cobb way back then. It was the, uh, uh, God, I can't think of the name of the album right now. The Boys Are Back. Okay. In fact, okay. Jennings wrote the, the title song, The Boys Are Back for us on that album. So uh, what happened then, well, there, there's, there's a little part in the middle there. If this is getting too long, shut me off, please. But we, uh, Shooter was going to do uh, one of those shows down at 3rd and Lindley to promote the new album. Mm -hmm. asked us to come down and sing slow ride with him he said then we'll do elvira well we get down there and the place is packed we get up on stage with shooter and we sing slow ride on a slow train then we do elvira and the whole place sang with us we came off stage and dave cobb's standing there and he says you know what i'm hearing what are you hearing dave you're gonna think i'm crazy but i hear you guys doing seven nation army what he said well yeah dave you're crazy but let's go do it so we recorded seven nation army it was never a big hit but it was the talk of the industry for a long time. Look it up on iTunes, Seven Nation Army by the Oak Ridge Boys. It'll freak you out. He heard Richard doing the boom, 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 okay? And, and it's the Oak Ridge Boys on Seven Nation Army. It's on YouTube even. I cannot even believe this. This is amazing. So here's something that's really cool, Joe. I mean, you and I go back and I love, love, love talking to y'all. You know, what I'm doing now is called Connected with Kelly. And it really is about these type of connections, how something happens. I mean, I almost named this show, you know who you should talk to, because that's what we always say to each other. You'll be talking, you, yeah. you, know, you know who you should talk to. But the connections that are here are so deep. And those type of relationships, that's how it always happens. I feel like you you guys probably are big connectors in a way that you might not even realize. Like people do work through you because of you, all these connections have been made. Yeah, that's really true. And 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 I've thought that many times, Kelly, to be honest with you. I mean, we've we've got so many cool things that have happened over the years with different artists, different producers, different things that this wouldn't have happened had that not have happened. I mean, we all that that's a part of our lives, all of us, really, because, you know, you, you come to a place and you could take a left or you could take a right. Or sometimes God just places somebody there in the crossroads for you that that happens to be the right guy or the right woman at the right time in your life. 
and, and good things come of it. And then more good things down the road come of it. Uh, I call it my crossroads theory. I've probably written about it a bunch of times, but it, it's, I really believe that that's true. And, and Dave, you know, when we did that thing with Shooter Jennings, Dave had just come to Nashville. Nobody even Dave Cobb was, but Shooter Jennings. That's crazy. Yeah, he'd been an L.A. guy out there doing session work, plays guitar. He's a great guitar player. Yeah. And uh, that was before he came, to, before he started producing, you know, Sturgill Simpson and, and uh, Chris Stapleton and everything. And, boy, that new Chris Stapleton album is a beast. So good. Oh, don't. Maggie's song, though, the song about the dog, Maggie's song. Oh, that one. Oh, song. That's my favorite song on the album, too. Here, here's the one thing that I do wonder, though. And, and give me your theory on this. I feel like because 2020 has been what it's been, that a lot of that production and a lot of the bells and whistles and slick and overproduced is going to go away. Because I feel like people really, really, really want authenticity right now. They want what's authentic. And they don't want to hear the slick, polished, pretty. They want to hear the down and the, the grit. And I think that's why vinyl's coming back, too, because they like the pop and the hiss and the sound of the needle going onto that record. Uh, Lightning Rod Records just released our Down Home Christmas CD that we put out last year on vinyl this year. And it's the green vinyl. It looks so cool. But, but what you're saying right now, to me, I keep hearing the words Dave Cobb in my head. That's what Dave's all about. Dave, I don't think ever even listens to radio. I, I, I really don't. Dave has his own feel, his own, own ideas of how a song should be presented and how it should sound. And it's not that everything sounds the same. Everything actually sounds different, but it's simple. It's what you're saying. This new album, when it comes out next year, I don't, I don't know when, but it's going to be called Front Porch Singing. I think we may have inadvertently recorded an Americana type album that's absolutely perfect for the day and age that we're living in right now. The collection of songs, the feel, the simpli simplicity of it, um, the four voices really out front singing gospel and country and new and old under Dave Cobb's supervision. I think this album is going to be a monster next year and it's going to make people look over their shoulders again at the Oak Ridge Boys. I really do. I'm excited. I'm really excited about that. I want to go back to something that you said earlier. You said you call it your crossroads theory and that sometimes there's just a person that's right there at the right time that changes the course of your life. Who, who was that for you? Jim Halsey. In 1973, when I joined the Oak Ridge Boys, we were a top gospel act, but gospel quartet music was changing. It was going backwards. The Oak Ridge Boys were hip and cool. We grew our hair long. We had a rock and roll band playing behind us. We had people walking out on us at gospel shows because we came out there singing more modern kind of sounds. We always felt like we had a group that could do anything. That was what we believed. Well, then we got into this gray area. We didn't go to bed as a gospel quartet and wake up as a country music hit making act. 77 was our first hit, Y'all Come Back Saloon, if you remember. You were a little girl then. But... <laughs> But in those years in between, 74, 75, 76, they were kind of gray area for us. In 1975, we are starving to death. We get a call from the Jim Halsey Agency out of Tulsa. They need an act to fill in on a show up north with Roy Clark. We weren't doing anything. We can go. We boarded our bus all in one bus, drove all the way to Tonawanda, New York, and did a show opening for Roy. 
we tore the place apart. We just gospel music, tore it up. We meet Jim Halsey afterwards. We get in a circle and he holds our hands and he says, Father, thank you for these boys. I think there's great things ahead, Lord. Guide us and make us, help us make the right decisions. We look up and we had a manager. Jim Halsey said, the first thing we got to do is get you some work. Get you some work where people can see you sing. And the next thing you got to do is get off the gospel thing a little bit. Not all of it, but you got to start singing some country songs if you want to be taken seriously as a country act. And away we went. He got us off Columbia Records where we were dying. Mm -hmm. Got us on ABC Dot with Jim Fogelsong, who's in the Hall of Fame now. And then it turned into MCA right after that. Put us together with Ron Chancey, the producer, who produced all of our gold albums and hits and platinum for decades. And away we went, thanks to one meeting with Jim Halsey, because we went up and filled in for an act that got sick. I don't even remember who it was that couldn't open for Roy. So there's a crossroads. Jim Halsey was standing at the crossroads. Isn't that incredible? These are the stories that I love to hear because I don't think people understand the power of connection. And I don't think people understand that it is, it's a relationship business. I mean, there's so much more that goes into it, but it's all about relationships. It's all about how you treat people. It's all about how you keep those people close to you. And, and you really get to know people in this industry. It's not just, you know, what's your latest album. It's how's your family and what's going on behind the scenes. And I love that. Well, you want to hear something even better? Yes. Jim Palsy just turned 90 years old and he's still our manager. This is the best story ever. Oh, Joe, thank you. And the other day we got an email from Jim right before that show that you were at Friday night. I'm sorry. <laughs> Told us how important it was that we were singing and that, and that God was going to bless us for it. That's Jim Halsey. It's, it could have been 75. And instead, it's this awful year of 2020. But yet there's Jim still encouraging, still telling us to put God first, still telling us how important it is what we're doing and to go out there and give it your best. It never has changed. There's boys are still here. There's reasons why we've had the career we've had. And, and one of those big reasons is Jim Halsey. I love it. Listen, you are super special. I'm just happy that I know you. I'm so happy for all the things that are going on. And for anybody that is looking for a good time to come out and see the dinner show, because it's a good time. Oh, man, it's fun. And, and it's a great meal. I mean, the meal you're getting there isn't like your banquet chicken. You're getting a gourmet meal cooked by great chefs. And uh, from six to seven, you'll be eating. We hit the stage at seven and from seven till 8.15. Trust me, the Oak Ridge boys are going to give you all we've got. You're going all the way through till Christmas. The night that sold out first was Christmas night. I thought that was weird. That's I guess partied all day with their family. And then now let's go hear the Oak Ridge boys and have a good gourmet dinner. Mama don't have to cook. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Hey, God bless you. I'm so happy for you. Merry Christmas. It was great to talk to you. Kelly, I love you to death. Always have. Thank you. Bye. Bye.